0: Folks, if you enjoy our guidance about the management trinity, getting to know your people, talking about performance, asking for more, pushing work down, and our tools are helpful, one-on-ones, feedback, coaching, and delegation, the ideal way to learn about implementing them is to come to one of our effective manager conferences. One day, we cover all of the major topics. You practice feedback. You practice coaching. You practice delegation. I can't tell you the number of times people have said to us, wow, I thought I understood the tools. And then when I had to practice, I realized I've taken it to another level. Come to the website, check out our conference schedule, see us all over the U S and in Europe and in Asia and in Australia. See you there.
1: Welcome to manager tools. Today's topic rolling out the Trinity with your team. been asked a thousand questions about what to do and when to do it when it comes to the management trinity and we finally gotten frustrated enough to do something about it yeah about time right we assumed that a lot of the ideas we're going to share here just made sense and managers were taking the parts of the trinity step by step mastering each one and then adding the new parts as they were able and then we got an email complaining that putting all four of the trinity in place all at once was just way too hard and that listener was right it was too hard And we weren't helping by not sharing our guidance. We've shared these ideas with hundreds of corporate client managers, and now it's time to share it with everyone. Step by step, here's how you do it. If you ask us, if there were a Manager Tools Hall of Fame, this cast would be in it. So here we go.
0: Hey, we're finally doing it. Yeah, I, I think it's fair to say that I've earned that that a bit of uh, non-standard. <laughs> back. Um, we, I mean, how many times have we gotten this question about um, about? Okay, what do I do now? Right, I've done it, and it, usually it comes as you know. A lot of times, people say, "Okay, I want my boss to do all this stuff," and we say, "No, you <laughs> Yeah, don't do that." Um, I I totally. I know it. I know we should have um it has taken me two years uh to put the answer down on paper. I mean I've I've rattled off these numbers and these times and everything else to all thousands of the questions that I've gotten about this. And it's my fault, but I um very excited that we're finally doing a cast about how to roll out the Trinity.
1: Right. Well, it's good because we get the question an awful lot and I've heard that you answer it at least a thousand times client <laughs> client sites at conferences email uh you name it so um you know frankly I, I think this is one of those casts that is going to be a classic it is so important and it ties all this together so well the idea of of one-on-ones feedback coaching delegation um it's it's going to be a classic and we've got to figure out a way to to present it so that it it gets it, it, people see it at the right time like always I worry a little bit that folks um will be listening to this who haven't listened to the trinity cast all a dozen of them probably um and they'll, and they'll
0: miss something as a result of that yeah it's it's funny though <laughs> um when i hear classic um as so often, I, I just immediately think of the body odor cast. <laughs> oh God! I mean, we get that question a lot too. Yeah, yeah, but
1: I, and, no, we're not. We're not talking classic like in body odor. <laughs> <laughs> but certainly, this one has to go into the basics feed, right? Like I said, we're gonna we're gonna get it in the basics feed um, for the Trinity and. I feel like this certainly won't be the last cast to go in the basic, you know, series over the years, but it's got to be the one that really completes
0: the concept we're suggesting on on the podcast. You're totally right, dude. I, I think if for no other reason than we get emails from folks saying, "Okay, I've implemented one-on-ones, feedback, and coaching all at once. Imagine yeah. that!" Right? They're they're excited. They finally found a solution to their problem. How many? I mean, how many emails do we get that say? I got to be a manager. I started looking around for resources and I stumbled upon you guys. And and then we get emails saying, I try to do everything all at once and I'm struggling to do everything right and I'm trying to get everything else done and I really just, you know, I I'm over my head. What do I do? Right. And and if you're already a new manager, you're already struggling do, doing it all at once, not good. Folks are dr- are drowning, right? And they need yeah. and they need help.
1: And so this is this is how this is how we're going to give it to them, and it's why this is so classic. Good. Okay, so let's so let's lay it out for everyone. What
0: are we what are we going to talk about today? Okay. Um, full disclosure: This is a long cast. Um, I remember, I don't know, a year ago, more. You know, we did the the four part series on on um, annual reviews on performance man performance reviews. We were worried back then about four-part series, four-part cast. I, I don't know if this is going to be a four-part cast or not, but it is going to be long. And technically, I, I never know how long they are. Um, and by the way, partner, neither do you based on the Handshake cast, right? Right. Oh, right. that's 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and you, I think you asked one question and I talked for 45 minutes or something. Yeah, but anyway. And what was different about that cast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. So... Um, there is a long outline overview coming. Um, I, I have organized this one a bit differently. Um, I, I had four points that I wanted to kind of make as a general overview. Uh, you know, maybe background, maybe you call them prep or whatever. But I've actually broken them up into A, B, C, and D. And and really, then what I've done is I've only started with point A as prefatory. And then we've got eight uh, numbered points, which are the guts of the cast, really describing the details of what to do. So I guess you could say there's 12 total points, but but we're going to start out with A. We're going to go 1 through 8, and then we're going to go B, C, and D, just so we don't start out with too much prefatory stuff in the beginning and we can get right to um, the nitty gritty. So so here's the outline. First, uh, point A is the Trinity is designed to work together. It's built that way. Okay. Then the eight points we're going to go through, walking through in terms of actionable steps. Number one, you start with one-on-ones. Number two, you conduct one-on-ones for six to eight weeks. Uh, and number three, after six to eight weeks, you announce the feedback model in a staff meeting. Four, when it comes to feedback, you give positive feedback to top performers first Number five, after three to four weeks, you add positive feedback to the rest of your team. Number six, after six to eight more weeks, you add negative feedback for top performers. Okay. Um, at number seven, we, we answer the question, what about a top performer who's asking for negative feedback very, very quickly? Um, And number eight, and then following six to eight weeks of both types of feedback to everyone, positive and negative, then you roll out coaching slowly. Okay, those are the eight steps. We'll go into each of those in great detail. Uh, And then the last three prefatory points. B is this rollout plan works in a number of situations. And we'll walk through those what those are. Um, C, even though it is designed to work together, the Trinity can and does work a la carte, But there are dangers associated with that, and we want you to know what they are. And then the last point is, you as an individual manager, you've got to assess where you are already and join the process there, and we'll give you some guidance for how to assess that. Good.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, I'm going to get you a, an assistant or a, an outlining tool or somebody to help you make outlines. And this whole idea of using <laughs> letters versus numbers, so it's harder for me to count the number of points <laughs> in a cast, is really kind of tricky. I did, but I did
0: admit there were 12. I think it. Some. I think some of the numbers actually have like six sub bullets. So this may be the cast with the most total bullets and sub bullets. Ever, if we count it as one cast. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> I, I, I would be quite fine with, with an outlining tool. And then if you could find an assistant who could also write a cast, write the whole cast, actually, while I'm sleeping, that would be good. I think this one took nine hours to write. Hmm. He wouldn't have to work very hard because you... Don't sleep very much.
1: <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's good. So they, that'd be a dream maybe dream will
0: make them more efficient. Uh, if I slept five hours a night or four hours a night, and then they wrote casts and finished them while I was sleeping, it would take them less time than it does me.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Okay, so so enough <laughs> <laughs> people go. Okay, get on with it. So let's start. So our first overall point is the Trinity is designed to work together. So
0: talk talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we we joke about this a lot. People say, "Well, how do I fit them together?" And we say, "Well." They were designed to work together, and we kind of chuckle about it, and we may be doing ourselves an injustice, and I think in the beginning, we didn't help ourselves at all because we didn't connect them in the beginning of Manager Tools, right? right. And I mean, for,
1: for good reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. We didn't connect them because when we first started, we didn't want managers to be overwhelmed. I think um, if we had said, okay, here's the trinity – and we had put out five casts in a row or whatever and said, this is what you should do. I think people would have said, oh, that's that's too big. The horseman curve, the McGuire hump of the horseman curve would have been Mount Everest. Um, the fact that we had been connecting them for years for clients was because client engagements are typically much longer. They're designed to achieve certain things. You can measure it. You can keep track of things. And frankly, we've told clients, look, I know what you say. You say you want X, but we're not going to do just that. Based on what you're telling us, that's why they hire us, is for our expertise. We don't think what you're suggesting will work in terms of helping you solve your problems. Um, And look, it's, it's simple, really. When we looked at what great executives were doing, we saw the same things over and over and over again. They had great relationship with their directs which basically came from spending time with them. They gave clear and frequent feedback about how their directs were doing. And they had good directs because the directs were always saying, tell me more how I'm doing, tell me more how I'm doing. And the bosses responded. And, and they expected, and really, frankly, in most cases, demanded notably better performance over time. And then lastly, something we're not going to cover in detail at all this in this in this cast in terms of the fourth member of the trinity they delegated like crazy all great managers delegate like crazy right and, and full disclosure here lest we mislead anybody
1: we're not saying that every great executive we know uses the manager tools version of these behaviors uh, but when you start coaching executives on what worked the ones trying to
0: improve always said oh and, and i already redo that yeah <laughs> <laughs> and And uh, yeah, you tell you need to spend more time with your people, oh, I already do that. I talk to my people all the time. what, what they what they were doing was not, and, and not just according to me, but according to their directs when when I asked their directs about how they were doing as executives and managers, what they were doing was not relationship building or feedback or coaching or delegation. Frankly, if you ask me what most executives practice on a day to day basis relative to their directs, because they're probably high D and they don't want to smother people, quote unquote. What they practice is benign neglect. And and for a particular in a particularly competitive environment or a particularly dominant boss, really benign neglect becomes something like survival of the fittest. Which frankly just pisses me off when I think about it. Yeah, it yeah, it doesn't but, take much time to develop your folks.: Yeah, but, but that is a soapbox for another day. <laughs> <laughs> I, it appears I have been headed off at the past. OK. Um, OK, so look, the Trinity the, the manager tools, management Trinity is designed to work together. Yeah, you can use it one part at a time. But you will get noticeably better results if you implement it in the process we're going to suggest as part of a larger plan about you and your team's development and improvement. And really, that's the genesis of this cast, explaining how to link them all together over time.
1: Okay, well, that gets us to our first, and surely it's got to be the most important point, which is to start with one-on-ones. Yep. Yep.
0: Um, we, I have said it before. I will say it again. I hope it's the most frequently used phrase other than I want my soapbox back. Um, <laughs> and that is one-on-ones are the single most powerful and effective manager tool we've ever seen. Um, if we could only teach one thing for the rest of our lives, it would be one-on-ones. They sound very basic, very low key, and they work like a charm. Those, you know, good management is boring, repetitive, unsexy, unpretty, and it works like a charm. So. Um, if you're only just joining us, you can appreciate this. But, y- y- I mean, y- if you haven't heard that before, then you need to go back and listen to many, many casts over and over again. Um, me saying they're the most important manager tool there is. They're the most powerful manager tool there is. And starting to do one-on-ones is the single best use of any manager's time who is not now doing them. Right. Because the basis of
1: of what we recommend in starting is improving your relationships and so it's not it's not about there's nothing magical about one-on-ones other than the fact it's something we have a a, a process for we can teach it it's doable Um, and it works on the fundamental thing which is
0: building relationships which you know interesting it goes to our discussion about be versus do right that that um that ma- too too much management training says you need to be approachable, you need to be a relationship builder, but then they don't tell you how to do that. I'll never forget seeing one of those really slick boxes of coaching materials that some company bought for six hundred dollars per box for you know so many seats for managers, and it was like an eight step coaching model, and step four was coach. And when you turn to that glossy page in their acetate-covered, ring-bound document, hard, hard, uh, uh, hard cardboard kind of booklet that you could keep on your desk and it wouldn't get old because they assumed you would use it 50 times a day, it, it, it actually said under step four, coaching, coach or direct. It didn't didn't describe what coaching was. It just said you should coach them, which just. Ticked me off. Um, that, that, to me, that's that, that may be do training, but it doesn't actually tell me what to do. So it's really a form of being. Um, yeah, um, we, it doesn't do us any good to talk about building a relationship because about half of you say, "Well, why would I want to do that?" We're going to actually tell you exactly what to do, where to go, where to sit, what to say, what to write down, and how to work with it over time. Um, and and really beating beating this horse up is just horseman's law of organizational communication which is say something seven times and half your people will say they heard it once. Um, I'm never going to get tired of saying that. If people get tired of hearing me say the same things over and over again, they probably ought to find a different podcast because 10 years from now, uh, we'll still be doing this and I will still be saying these same things over and over and over again because rather than trying to master 500 things, you're far better off mastering or trying to be good at 500 things, you're far better off at mastering 10 and the Pareto principle suggests that if there's only one, it should be, one-on-ones. They are the best thing managers can do. Period. And folks, just to be clear, I'm not the best person I know at doing one-on-ones. There are times when I don't love them, but I do them because executives do what they're supposed to do, what's most effective, even when they don't want to. And it's boring and it's not exciting, but man, it works. We're not going to teach the details of
1: one-on-ones here today, obviously. Right. But rather the ro- how to roll them out, you know, how to how to do it and how they fit in with the rest of the trinity. And it starts with a really simple step, which is sending out a very complex email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, complex. Oh, by the way, we wrote it. It's already on the website.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go to the website. Download the text of the email that we recommend describing to your directs what you're going to do and how it's going to work in the beginning. It lays out what one-on-ones are, why you're planning on doing them, the simple, basic stuff.
1: Yeah. And, and please do customize it. It's It's got to be, you know, we wrote it, but it's got to come from you. So, you know, put your voice into it. Um, but the, the
0: hard, the hard lifting has been done for you. Oh, yeah. From, yeah, I'll say from, from the not kidding files, a manager once told me at a conference that he hadn't started one on ones because he didn't like the email we had written. Yeah, I remember you telling me
1: that. <laughs> yeah, he said he really liked the concept. Really, yeah. like, he really wanted yeah, yeah. to Love do that. one-on-ones, dudes. Right, yeah. yeah. But but the email that we wrote was what was stopping him. Okay,
0: yeah. good enough. Yeah, like, yeah, he, he I think he said uh, that, I mean, I wrote it. I don't know that he knew that at the time, but he said, yeah, there was the wrong tone to the email. Um, I mean, seriously, if you're that busy as a manager, if you're that busy... And you're willing to finagle around with the tone, the subtle tone of an email, and you're not going to do it for six months because you don't have the tone just right. You're never going to make it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I I think when when people say the tone of the email is not right. I mean, look, you could just stand up in front of your group and say, I'm going to start doing these one-on-one things. Go to this website. Check it out. And... Uh, and, and come in and we'll figure it out along the way. I know there's some people who are just absolutely seizing with panic now thinking, how could you do that? You have to, you have to plan, you have to get it right. And, and that's why we've provided the email so that there's less cognitive dissonance between, I know I should do these things and no, I can't because everything's not exactly perfect.
1: Right. Well, this guy just clearly didn't, he didn't really want to do them. So yeah. he's looking for an excuse.
0: Yeah. And I'm not saying it very well, but that's exactly right. He didn't want to do them and he was using the email as an excuse. And if I were his boss, I would look at him and say, that's okay. You don't have to do them. And at the end of the year, when I rate you on leadership and management, I'm going to give you at best an average score. And if you're an okay with an average score, that's fine. Look, w- w- frankly, we don't care what you write. Our email on the website is a suggestion. But don't say to us, "Well, I've been meaning to write the email, but I haven't had time." That's just today in today's busy world. That is not a professional answer. Um, and and look, we respect the fact that you're busy. We know you have plenty of other stuff to do, and that's why we provided the template, the, the the basics for the email for you to start with. The key here: don't make the perfect the enemy of the good. Because um, we don't we, we want you to start, and and once you get started, you'll discover the value. Um, and, and, and gosh, I'd hate to think that there are people out there ready, aim, aim, aim right now.
1: Right. Okay. So we've, we've really decided that we're going to do one-on-ones. So mm-hmm. we've, we've sent out the email and then the next step is to schedule, make 1.5 times the number of your directs available
0: for scheduling. Right. Right. Um, th- I, I really, there's a better way to say this. It's my fault. Um, and that's to reverse the order of these first two points. It, it, technically, you need to figure out the number of times, right, before you can send the email. Um, but, but it's hard to explain this step about the math without the context of the email to begin with. Um, because the mail actually, the mail doesn't specifically and directly do it, but it alludes to the idea of sign-up times. When I originally drafted some mails for, for some clients, they didn't like that I had picked out times for them, you know, based on my analysis of their calendar. It's the first thing I asked for is, you know, I'm sorry. The first thing I ask is, what are your priorities? The second thing I ask is, can I see your calendar? Um, and so they, they didn't like the times I had suggested. And so, fine, I respect that. I want you to do it. You're the manager. You're the executive. Do it when you want to do it. Um but what I did was I scaled back probably a little bit too far in the email that's on the website and not even alluding to the concept, I mean, the details of it uh, in the email. So here's what we mean. Take the number of directs you have, multiply it by 1.5. So if you have 10 directs, the number is 15, right? And then that, that's the number of times you need to make available in the mail. If you've got 8 directs, you need 12 times. If you've got 6 directs, you need 9 times. Okay. Um, you look at your kind, by the way, if you have nine times, that's 4.5 hours in your week. Okay. And you know, it's funny. Everybody says they don't have time. And yet every single week, I know every manager who is listening to this starts their week, having a rough idea of what their week looks like and ends up with 10 additional hours of meetings scheduled in that week. And they always find time for them. Um, And I think it's because we all think everybody else can own our calendar. We accept things that other people put us on, but we don't seem to manage our own calendars. So basically what you do is you look at your calendar, decide when you want to do them. When are you going to spread out those 15 half hours or those 10 half hours or those nine half hours, whatever the case might be. And then use that 1.5 rule to figure out how many times, and then you put them on your calendar based on where you want to do them. You know, we've got some guidance in the previous cast about not Monday morning, not Friday afternoon, and so on. And then we recommend you send out the email with those 10, let's use the example of eight directs. So you've got 12 times and you send out the email, say, here are the 12 times I make available. Mind you, you're going to end up with four of those times unscheduled, and that's fine. You get those four half hours back and that makes it easy for your directs what you don't want to do is what so many managers do is send out eight times for eight directs and the last person to respond maybe he's on travel or she's on travel something like that they get back and there's only one time left and it doesn't work for them and then suddenly you've got a card game mixed around you always when you've got a puzzle that you don't want the puzzle to have to fit perfectly you want to give yourself some slack the nature of effective systems is slack is involved Um, we are not computers I know computers don't have slack. Human beings need slack, and that's why the one point five rule exists. Right. This makes it easy for your directs. And, and you know, right. sure, they're, they're they're going to have
1: questions, right? I mean, right. they they always do. Like, what 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 the heck is this about? The guy yes. was, what, what what flavor <laughs> of the month is this? Yeah, you just get yeah. back from a conference. You just get back from those manager tools, guys. What the heck? <laughs> but but the, but the email reduces the uncertainty quite a bit. And so rather than getting back nothing but questions, you're going to get back some scheduled times. Yeah. Now, okay, so now while this cast today isn't a one-on-one tutorial, can we add something regarding, you know, comments regarding the the three-week wait period? And I mean, that yeah.
0: helps out a lot of managers. Yeah, I, I actually came up with this when I was really ticked at a manager who continued to say, yeah, I want to do them, and then wasn't. And, you know, if you say, I want to do X, and then you don't, the fact is you really didn't want to do X. I'm, I'm sure I've said it before. If not, I'll say it for the first time. The phrase, I'd rather be golfing, or I'd rather be playing golf, right? When people say, I'd rather be golfing, I say, well, there's two problems with that. One, it's grammatically incorrect. You don't go golfing. You play golf just like you play baseball or play basketball. Um, but But the other thing is, no, if you'd really rather play golf, You'd get up out of your chair and you'd go play golf. You're just saying, I'm, I'm sad for myself right now. I have a sad face on because secretly I wish my life were easy and I didn't have to work. When in fact, you're at work, you're making a choice. You could leave, but you're choosing not to. That's okay because you understand what the consequences are. Um, so, so what happened was somebody said, I really want to do this, but I, but I just can't, I, I, I I can't schedule it. And, and, uh, he said, look at my calendar. It's all busy. I said, yeah, look at your calendar three weeks from now. There's nothing on it. He says, well, it'll fill up. I said, yeah, it'll fill up with other people's stuff. Why do you want other people's stuff to fill it up when you and I both know that you spending more time with your team, he happened to have a really good team, you know, gosh, let's look at three weeks from now. And that's, that's how we did it. I said, and, and I admit, I said to this person, I said, I mean you've been doing this for years. It's not like 3 more weeks is going to kill you. <laughs> um so so yeah, um uh we we totally know you're busy. We know it. Just like Tommy Lee Jones says in The Fugitive when Harrison Ford, the Fugitive guy, says toward the end, I didn't kill my wife. Uh Jones, Tommy Lee Jones says, I know it, Richard. I know it. We respect that you're busy. We know that you're busy. If you need to prove it to yourself, look at your calendar for the week. Probably you're booked. If you're hearing this on a Sunday or a Monday, we know you're booked Monday and Tuesday. It's booked. There's proof. We totally respect it. Right, and we are not passing judgment on whether busy means effective, right? <laughs> well, yeah, everybody everybody wants to appear busy, right? Um, and now, again, look at your calendar three weeks from now. Suddenly, when it comes to busyness, maybe not so much on the busy on the busy uh, scale. So again, you've been managing for a year or two or 10. What's three more weeks going to hurt? Schedule your, email, schedule your one-on-ones three weeks in advance and put that in the email. Good. Yeah. Okay. So okay. you get sp- pass for three weeks and then they start one-on-ones.
1: Good. Okay. All right, folks. We'll end it there and we'll continue this again next week. Uh, I'm not sure exactly how many casts are going to be in this series. It's uh, like I said, it's a long cast and haven't gotten done editing it yet. So uh, stay tuned. In the meantime, you'll have a great week and we'll see you next week. So long.